What's happening, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart, episode 17, Obeying God Doesn't Cost, It Pays. Here we go. So, hope you guys are doing well out there, and I am in full expectation and full faith that you are getting something out of these podcasts uh, that uh, the Lord has had me do. Man, uh, these things have been good for me. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm i just honored and obviously thrilled that uh, the Lord has actually kind of led me to do this. Uh, I always kind of dreamed about doing something uh, to where that I could share or at least, uh, you know, get out what God has been doing in my life for so many years. And this is just a, a way to be able to do that. Uh, so I'm honored and thrilled that the Lord would do this and uh, lead me in this way. And you know what, guys? He's led you in certain ways. He's led you to do certain things uh, that are to your best ability, to your skill level, to your natural bent. And because of that, it'll become very natural. It'll become very easy. I mean, what I'm doing right now talking to you is it is actually enjoyable to me. I actually enjoy it. It's not burdensome. It's not toilsome. It's actually very easy for me to talk to you uh, because God's just, this is what God's been able to do. I mean, just like what I've talked about, and uh, I think it's one of my most popular uh, podcasts outside of my interviews that I've had with people. Uh, but in regards to your purpose in life and finding your purpose in life, you know, God is, God makes, uh, God, everything God creates, it solves a problem. And so everything has a purpose behind it. You know, your watch was created to solve a problem for telling time. You know, your eyeglasses, your contacts were created to solve a problem. And I don't have enough time to get into all that. Go back and listen to that episode two. Uh, I believe that was the episode that I did that. But um, anyway, very, very good. I mean, and I have to give a quick plug uh, because I think it's just worth the worth the plug, right? My wife, uh, she is a phenomenal writer. I mean, I'm talking gifted to the hilt. And she's got, uh, she's been working on a couple books uh, that's going to be coming out, um, you know, soon down the road. And, but she blogs and her blog is actually Amy J. McCart at, uh, .com. Amy J. McCart.com. That's where Amy blogs at. So you can type that in and uh, go find her. She actually just did a most recent blog, um, about fueling your marriage and, uh, man, I'm telling you guys, you need to go, uh, read that blog post of hers. Uh, definitely is a blessing uh, to you if you are married. And even if you're not married, it'll be a blessing to you. So want to jump into some things, guys, now, and let's transition and let's actually get into this podcast. So obeying God doesn't cost, it pays. Actually, I've seen that on a billboard uh, where the, the actual billboard advertiser, the owner, put that up on you know the billboard where it said, it doesn't cost, it pays. You know, it doesn't cost you to advertise. It actually pays you to advertise and promote and talk about what you do. So I thought that was really good. But you know what? I took that into a spiritual context. And you know what? I can totally tell you from first 
hand experience, not just going reading from the word, not just hearing about what other people have said, but I can tell you from first hand experience, Tyler McCart, little old Tyler McCart right here can tell you from the first hand experience. I mean, I know that I set it all up with the last episode of obedience versus success that, you know, God's more interested in your obedience than your success. And because I set all that up, and God really kind of had me to set it all up, you know, it kind of morphed into this right here, where that, you know, the benefit of of the obedience is it pays. Now, don't get me wrong, or don't start to jump to conclusions. It's not always monetary that it pays, uh, because last time I checked, you know, if if God tells you to go to the doctor or, you know, go to maybe some sort of uh, place to uh, to get hands laid on you and healed. Well, you know what? That's that's payday, baby. <laughs> that's payday. And you need to wake up and hear that. All right. So here here's what I want to here's what I want to get to you real quick. OK. So Proverbs 6, verse 20 and 22, all right? I'm going to read it in the uh, NIV. It says, My son, keep your father's commands. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them always on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. And here we go. This is what, this is what all, when you do these things, when you bind the word of God, when you actually start to listen to the Holy Spirit, when you start to listen and put the word of God inside of you, these things start to happen for you. This is what's good about it. When you walk, they, or the word of God, will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. And here's the good one, guys. When you wake, they will speak to you. I can tell you from firsthand experience that that has happened to me. A lot of times you'll be sitting there reading God's word and, and, you know, doing your normal thing in your quiet time. But all of a sudden it's like the, the, that scripture that you've been reading, you know, if you read maybe a hundred times or maybe, you know, whatever, all of a sudden, man, it just goes off like a, like a Roman candle in you that you just, bam. I mean, it's like, whoa. Why haven't I seen this before? And I remember when the first time that happened to me, because it totally, totally took me to a whole nother level spiritually. I never will forget where I was at, what I was doing, because this is obviously, again, going in line why it pays to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Listen, you know, obeying God. It doesn't cost you a dime. So here's, you know, if you remember back uh, me talking about this, whenever I finally made God, my God, you know, you remember that in my last episode, when I talked about that, that I made God, my God, you know, I, I, I finally kind of became real to me. It wasn't my parents, God, it wasn't my grandparents, God, it wasn't my pastor's God. It wasn't any of that. It was my God. God became personal to me. You've got to get up to a point in your life where that happens. Well, what happened was, is that after I had done that, after all of a sudden God became my God, 
you know, the Bible became a little more real to me. I mean, it, it became a hunger that I wanted to read God's word. And I remember starting out, you know, I was in Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and I remember getting a Bible from uh, from the uh, from FCA, which I'm very thankful for. And I began to read through God's Word, actually the New Testament and Psalms and uh, and the Book of Psalms. Well, lo and behold, a lot of things were going on in my life during my senior year of high school, and I quit football because I had felt like the Lord had you know, led me to quit football, even though I'd done it for so many years, I'd quit football. Well, then all of a sudden I, because I quit football and I obeyed the Lord and I, at that time I thought it was costing me, <laughs> but later on in the, later into the story is good stuff. So all of a sudden I, I'm, I, I obeyed the Lord. Well, it led me to go doing cross country that my senior year. So I was a cross country runner. I mean, I'm Trust me, I'm not the body type of a cross-country runner. Trust me. I mean, I was, yeah, I was 180 pounds <laughs> at that time when I was in cross-country season my senior year. Well, you know, you'd look at me and trust me, I did not look anything like a cross-country runner. <laughs> Definitely. But here's what happened. You know, I did not feel led during that during that last portion of my, you know, high school career to apply to any colleges because I had trusted the Lord. The Lord led me out of football because I had felt led to do that. And I'd felt led that I was going to get a college scholarship, a athletic college college scholarship in the world of track and field out of state, basically in a set in a different state. Okay. Out of state into a division one school. That's what I had felt led to do. Now, that was some pretty high order right there. And obviously, God led me out of football. You know, God basically said, Tyler, you know, football is not your future. You're not going to get a college scholarship. That's what I felt led uh, in my spirit. And I didn't know all this was going on totally. I just, this is what I was just being led to do. This is what I was just sensing to do. And I was just going by faith on this. I was just obeying God. I didn't have a clue what was going to transpire. Well, all of a sudden, come around uh, January, February timeframe, a ton of my friends, a ton of my, you know, high school friends that were seniors were starting to get acceptance letters to college. They were saying, oh, I just got accepted to the University of Georgia. Oh, I just got accepted to, you know, Tennessee or, oh, I just got accepted to, you know, Georgia Tech or, oh, I just got accepted to, you know, uh, Clayton State, wherever it was. They were going to go to Georgia Southern to, you know, college of, I mean, Georgia College, wherever it was, they were getting acceptance letters because they had applied. And here Tyler was, I had felt led that I was going to trust God and that God was going to provide for me that college scholarship. And I wasn't going to have to go out and seek that out. Well, that caused a lot of anxiety, to put it mildly. I mean, I'm talking serious anxiety, serious worry. And finally, one one night, I remember it very distinctly, I was sitting there with the Lord. It was a, it was in the evening and it was I think it was during late January and I really was just under a lot of pressure. You know, my you know, it was just a boatload of pressure on me of I had five or six applications. I remember Appalachian State was one of those. I remember University of Georgia was one of those. I remember 
Uh, I can't remember the other couple other. Um, Mars Hill was another one of those. I remember these colleges, you know, applications in front of me, and I said, "All right, Lord, what would you want me to do?" And I didn't feel anything. I didn't sense anything from Him except to do nothing. That's what I sensed. Can you believe that? To do nothing. And I remember taking the, I remember I was so mad. <laughs> I, remember, I mean, I was getting mad at God. I was like, I was so mad. I was like, are you for real? I remember taking all those applications and saying, fine. I took them up, wadded them up, threw them away in my trash can right beside me. And I said, fine. If you're going to do this, you're going to do this. You better make something happen, Lord, because there's, I, I want to go to college and I want to, you know, go on, you know, track and field scholarship or whatever. I really wasn't thinking that. I was just, I want to go to college, period. Well, it wasn't, but a, maybe a couple days later, maybe a week or so later, I think, it, I think it actually was a week later that I was in the same, same spot where my room was at and I'm sitting in my desk. It was late again at night. It might've been, um, you know, 10 o'clock. 1030 uh, or whatever it was. And I remember I was reading, kind of finishing up my Bible reading at that time. And I remember I read Matthew chapter six, actually where basically it starts, uh, I think it's the verse 25. It says, take no thought of yourself, you know, for aren't you more valuable than the birds of the air and so forth. And goes on down. It says, you know, uh, don't worry, basically. I mean, that was kind of the whole entire thing, you know, seek first, you know, his kingdom, his righteousness, and, you know, all these things shall be added unto you. You know, that whole entire section of Matthew chapter six, verse 25 through 34, I believe it is. And I remember when I read that scripture, when I read that passage and it said, don't worry. It's like that scripture just jumped off the page at me and it was like the Lord said Tyler you don't have to worry and man praise God I got so excited I was just I was I was I was literally I jumped up out of my chair remember this was late at night I mean we my my sisters were already in bed. My mom and dad were already in bed. And I remember, <laughs> I remember jumping up, running down the hall in my in our house, opening up the door to my parents' room. They were both in bed asleep, and I remember running in their room. Didn't turn the lights on. At least I didn't do that. I remember running in, and I and I said, "Mom, Dad." And I mean, my mom and dad, they both pop up out of the bed. And I said, guess what? I don't have to worry. <laughs> I don't have to worry. God's going to take care of it all. I don't have to worry. And, you know, in a half, halfway of, you know, awake and asleep, you know, my mom and dad, I mean, I remember, I think my mom said, you know, well, that's great, son. That's good. You know, go on back to bed. <laughs> That's good. Go on back to bed. But I remember walking away from that just thinking, oh, man, I don't have to worry. 
this is great. God's going to do this. I just got to seek his kingdom, his way of doing things, and he's going to take care of it. And it just became so real to me. So real. Well, the end of that story is, is that I wound up still not applying to any colleges. And lo and behold, I get a phone call out of nowhere. Now, mind you guys, I still, it was a daily thing that I had to continue to renew my mind to that, that I didn't need to worry. There were probably days that I probably did worry. It wasn't like something that was just instantaneous, like, well, I didn't worry anymore. No, it was a daily thing. That's a very key thing right there. But the bottom line was, at the end of that all, after all that transpired, and even at the end of my, you know, I got a phone call. Uh, that phone call was to a from a coach that I had I never heard of this college before, but this coach had heard of heard of me through actually my decathlete coach that I had, Coach Mulkey, and Coach Costner called me up, said, "Hey Tyler, I've heard about you. Like for you to come out to Coastal Carolina University and check us out." And you know what? By, I think it was the end of May. Yep, the end of May of my senior year. I had a college scholarship. It wasn't a full ride. It was a partial scholarship. I think about 75% of my uh, schooling was going to be paid for. So it wasn't exactly a full ride. That's okay. Secondly, it was to a Division One school. And lastly, it was out of state in South Carolina. And you know what? Because I obeyed God and because I heard the what the word spoke to me. Okay, it also says in in Psalms 85. You've got to have faith in this. You got to actually believe this verse right here in the Psalms 85 verse 8 in the New King James version it says, "I will hear what God the Lord will speak." For he will speak peace. God's always going to speak peace to you. It's always going to be a calming to you. That's one of the key things as a tip right there to know that God is speaking to you. Because what God tells you brings peace to your heart. That's key. says, but I will hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace to his people and to his saints. Gang, I'm telling you that... It doesn't cost you. It only pays you to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, to listen to God, to obey him. It did for me. I wound up uh, actually uh, by the end of it all in my college uh, career, I wound up having that full scholarship. The fullness of that scholarship happened. Okay. I went to a division one school and to an out-of-state school, and that was exactly what I wanted. And you know what? I trusted God, and God did it. And he also spoke to me through his word about not worrying. That was the first time it happened. Man, that's so good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right, gang. Hope you enjoyed that. Obeying God doesn't cost. It pays. Gang, I'm telling you, one of the first steps you have to expect that God's going to speak to you in your situation. 
Don't sit there and try to worry about your situation because worrying didn't add anything. Actually, worrying is a sin. Don't try to get over in condemnation about that. Just expect that God's going to speak to you about your situation. And he will tell you exactly what to do. I promise you. He's done that for me so many times and it always pays. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Hey, if you don't mind, retweet this. uh, Share this with somebody because we want to get the word out. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. God bless. Bye.